You know, all of the people freaking out in the streets and crying and wishing for death for themselves and others, no doubt, they're still going to be able to get abortions. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade this morning. Finally. It was always a bad decision. It always set a bad precedent. And now the legality of abortions belongs to the states, as it, as it should. So all the videos that you see in the coming weeks of people freaking out and burning things down and yelling and screaming in agony and anguish, just remember that they can all still kill babies if they want to. Only a few states so far have declared that they're going to make abortion completely illegal. I think there's probably some, well, I mean, look, most of the world thinks abortions after 12 weeks are kind of uncouth, to put it gently. As I've mentioned before, in Israel, if you want an abortion, you have to go in front of a panel of doctors to, quote, help you decide. So what's all the outrage about? Well, first, it's about dishonesty. Most of these poor college-age girls have just been lied to and brainwashed. There's already strong infrastructure coming from corrupt corporations that will fund a woman's right to choose if I could speak in cultural cliche and this is all I mean it's it's all derived from the ESG scam that I've been talking about all week Dark money runs the country now. It controls our politicians and it controls our corporations. It controls our educational institutions. It definitely controls our media. I just popped over to MSNBC to check out some headlines. And there's on the front page at the very top, there's four different Trump stories. Like, didn't Trump lose? Shouldn't shouldn't we be trying like these mass shootings, the the war in Ukraine? They talk about them for two days, and then oh, memory hole. Let's let's forget all about it. But we can't let go of Trump. We got to keep Trump on the front page times four because they're still desperate to keep your hatred of Donald Trump alive so it can help them win their elections because they have nothing to run on. I mean, what's their other platform aside from Donald Trump is bad. We hate this country. So elect us so that we can destroy it. The, the, the country doesn't feel that way. And the world doesn't feel that way. And the left is losing voters in droves. 
but they're still intent on stealing. I have this uh, this article from Molling, uh, Molling. <laughs> Molly Hemingway, who's a beast. She writes for The Federalist. Headline, the White House is refusing to share details about its coordinated efforts to engage in a federal takeover of election administration. And this was, this was uh, part of their H.R. Uh, 1 bill. Uh, the H.R. 1 bill, remember, it was, uh, you know, the Build Back Better, the uh, Green New Deal. It was that atrocious basically hostile takeover of the government it failed and but one of the things that they wanted to do was quote standardize the federal elections um and it included all of the things that were uh so illicit in the 2020 election basically just guaranteeing that they will have an easy path to victory through essentially legal cheating. Uh, From the article, President Biden really doesn't want the public to know about his federal takeover of of election administration. Dozens of members of Congress have repeatedly asked for details to no avail. Good government groups, members of the media, and private citizens have filed requests under the Freedom of Information Act. Not a single one has been responded to. All signs indicate a concerted effort to keep the public in the dark until at least after the November midterm elections. Ah, yes. Governing behind closed doors. It's another layer of our freedoms stripped away. The lack of transparency and responsiveness is so bad that the Department of Justice and some of its agencies have been repeatedly sued for the information. And that's where the rot is the deepest the Department of Justice. The Department of Justice just released an official statement condemning the decision of the Supreme Court uh, over the Second Amendment rights. They declared, the Supreme Court declared that it was uh, unconstitutional for New York to require uh, a cause for a citizen to carry a concealed weapon. That was ruled unconstitutional. So the DOJ released a a statement condemning that decision. It was completely unheard of. But I guess we can't expect the left to be honorable or to have any kind of integrity at all, even when it comes to the Department of Justice and upholding the laws. They only uphold the laws when it benefits them to do so. And that's what's going to be one of the next interesting parts of this, this Roe v. Wade uh, you know, being overturned, the abortion situation. <clears throat> How many places are going to try to perform illegal abortions? How many places are going to say, oh, yeah, well, we're going to do it anyway. And then imagine the cheers, the exultation. Oh, you're so brave. You're so heroic for killing babies and breaking the law. These people are so gross. But when I go there, I find it really hard to to believe that that there's any sort of majority or even large minority 
of people that really stand behind the things that are pushed on the mainstream media because they're they're really the biggest problem. That's where it starts. The mainstream media gets these people inflamed. They lie. They essentially incite violence. But then the DOJ does nothing. They tell the police to stand down, don't get involved. They let the chop happen in Seattle. That people just control six square blocks in downtown Seattle for weeks and weeks because they're making a statement. They're making a statement to you that says, if you do what we don't like, we will punish you. We will inflict pain and misery. And isn't, isn't that what it felt like from 2016 to 2021? And on and on. I'm not saying the misery ended after Donald Trump got out of office, but didn't it kind of feel like that was the point? How dare you elect this non-conformist non-establishment outsider to be the president of your country. Now you will pay. Now you will not be able to rest for the next four years. Now we will throw your country into chaos because you dared defy us. So then they begin laying the groundwork for these election stealing campaigns. Now, a few states have reversed the rules that were changed to accommodate the pandemic, which allowed the Democrats to steal the election so effectively. It's been alleged. (laughs) More from the article, mobilizing voters is always a political act. There are several major problems with Biden's secret plan, critics say. It's unethical to tie federal benefits to election activity. It's unconstitutional to have the federal government take authority that belongs to the states and which Congress has not granted. And given that all 50 states have different laws and processes governing election administration, it's a recipe for chaos, confusion, and fraud at a time when election security concerns are particularly fraught. Yes, see this... now. This was one of the reasons that Zuckerberg came under fire uh, for the things that he did in, uh, oh, what was it? I think he did a lot in Arizona. Uh, but this headline from the Washington Examiner, most agree, no more Zuckerbucks. Unity is rare in politics, as we all know, but there's something partisans agree on. Keep Facebook's and other corporate mon- companies' money out of elections. So instead, instead, what we will do is just federalize the elections and then use that federal money incentive that I've been talking about to manipulate the states into conducting their elections in the way that the federal government sees fit. Like, how how can we allow this to happen? Look at how corrupt this administration is with their Justice Department. They're only enforcing the laws for one half of the country. 
They're trying to discredit Supreme Court decisions. They're completely lawless. And now they're going to take federal incentives to manipulate elections in states, which is completely illegal. But will anyone speak out about that? No, no. Why? Because they're all cowards. They're cowards or they're compromised or both. More here from Molly Hemingway in a different article. In the 2020 presidential election, for the first time ever, partisan groups were allowed on a widespread basis to cross the bright red line separating government officials who administer elections from political operatives who work to win them. It is important to understand how this happened in order to prevent it in the future. Months after the election, Time Magazine published a triumphant story of how the election was won by a well-funded cabal of powerful people, ranging across industries and ideologies, working together behind the scenes to influence perceptions, change rules and laws, steer media coverage, and control the flow of information. Well, that's basically all you need to know right there. And look up this Times article. They brag about how, what a great job they did, quote, legally stealing the election. From you. They stole it from you. And it's only gotten worse. With the hubris and the arrogance. They will break laws with impunity. They will do whatever they want because the DOJ is on their side and they can do no wrong. But the reason the problem still lies with the media is because they keep it all hidden from us. Except for people with integrity like Molly Hemingway. She wrote a book called Rigged. How the media, big tech, and the Democrats seized our elections. It's all in there. Go read it. See, there is a cabal of corporations and billionaires and foreign interests that is working to destroy the country and and reforge it to what they see to be a better country, a better system. This is Build Back Better. Take all the dark money and manipulate the corporations, manipulate the politicians, manipulate the Justice Department, manipulate the prosecutors. Let the criminals run free, imprison the political dissonance. Remove and 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 these the the partisan organizations, the Republican National Committee is taking people off of the ballot, restricting who you can cast your vote for. And tell me this is a fair system. Tell me we have free and fair elections. Tell me we have politicians who can really represent the people. I've said it before. It's been written that a politician spends three of a three years of a four-year term trying to raise money for re-election. That's all the politicians do. 
That's why they don't read bills before they pass them. That's why lobbies are allowed to write the bills themselves because these politicians, they just don't have time. They got to get on the phone. They got to talk to donors. They got to raise money for their reelection. So we get corporate interests writing the laws that govern the country. And remember who controls those foreign interests or those corporate interests or both. The money has to come out of politics. But the only way that that is going to happen is by stopping the lying media. And by stopping the corruption in the educational institutions. I'll be back. Goodbye.